Like, even if the writer and the director had a vision for it and that's why it suffered, like, he still went off the rails with his fucking version of it. And at that point, they're not gonna tell him, oh, maybe pull it back a bit. It's Jeremy Leto, like, if anything, Jared Leto. Offended. I feel like Jared Leto's kinda like Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> he just, just like, whatever funny. he, yeah, whatever he says goes. He's like, no, trust me. It's gonna be good. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. They're gonna love my Joker. Jared Leto reportedly felt alienated and upset when Warner Brothers decided to move ahead with the solo Joker film starring Joaquin Phoenix. Ah! <laughs> That's really all I gotta say to that. Is Did someone good. respond with the fucking Joker no. dancing around just like, huh? No, that was me. <laughs> that was me. No, that was you responding or quote tweeting it. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Fuck Jared Leto. I mean, he seems like a good guy. Not really, but he's, wow, made, so some, he's made some good music. What you're saying is uh, Jared Leto's ego is so big that he, I'm couldn't, Jared he couldn't Leto handle should. being passed up for for the Joker role. Basically, yeah. He should have just stuck to 30 Seconds to Mars and been happy with what he was given talent-wise. Whoa. I'm trying to pigeonhole I wish, him. I wish they'd make him spend 30 seconds on Mars. <laughs> Preferably with no radiation protection. Ooh. Oh. Uh, the real threat of Joker is hiding in plain sight. Okay. Uh, what the film wants to say about mental illness or class divisions in society is not as interesting as what it accidentally says about whiteness. <laughs> whiteness? They know that's face paint, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if they know that. Like, I know it's a white guy. Holy shit, Joaquin Phoenix is doing whiteface this entire <laughs> movie. Isn't that a Why are there movie? no articles on this? Uh, I don't even want to read the article, so I won't. Uh, that's from the New York Times. The last bastions of independent so, speech. I is it just because just cause Joaquin Phoenix is white? It's because the Joker character is white. Is it? He's guilty of being evil while white. You can only be evil if you're white. I'm sure the idea is like... Well, now oh, I'm he, confused. He gets away with it at the end, and white people always get away with it at the end, so that's the like, what they're trying to correlate there. Even though it's the Joker, and like he always gets caught, and then he does some shit, and then he gets caught again, and that's but, like the whole fucking point. It's weird, though. It's like... How can you say he got... Like... He... he Kind of didn't get away with it. He got arrested. Right. New rule, Hollywood. White people can only play auxiliary characters now. All right? That's definitely what they want. <laughs> I think that's what they've been trying to do for a while. No more white stars, okay? Just unless you're a female. Their mere existence is racism. I think they wanted the movie to end with him getting like the shit beaten out of him. I think they wanted him to get, like, the death sentence or something. Yeah, they wanted to see Joker hung, and then they'd be like, yay! yay but then, like, you know, continuity. <laughs> right. It's, it's not like it's an origin movie, folks. <laughs> not like they're planning on milking it. I wish they'd milk it. They will. I, I sure hope so, because fuck Jared Leto. <laughs> like, I, I held back the first time, but I'm not holding back anymore. Like, I don't want his Joker in... In any more DC movies, he can kindly 
go fuck off and make some more 30 Seconds to Mars albums if he wants. I said this before, the guy just has, he has too big of an, like, his his ego, like, his actual ego shows through all his performances to me, you know what I mean? In Blade Runner, like, he was basically playing cybernetic Jesus. Christ, so yeah, he's just Jesus Christ. I was gonna Christ. say he's playing himself, but, yeah. yeah. I'm sure he felt comfortable, yeah. I think he thinks, I feel, he identifies as cyborg Jesus. I heard that... You know, I'm excited is, to see the Morbius movie, because he's probably just gonna play vampire Jesus, so... I heard that um, there's actually kind of like eyes on him because people are afraid that he he could like start a cult. That can seem to be the next Charles Manson. Yeah. <laughs> I'd join. I could see him digging it, definitely. Like the only believable roles he has is when he's playing like a sociopath. Let's yeah. see. Well, didn't he win an Oscar for playing that, uh, that oh, here person we go. in... Jared Leto has started a cult on an island and his followers call him Prophet. Okay, I think we're late to this story. Oh, <laughs> I think it already happened. Also, he had AIDS in that Jesus 2.0, they call exercise. him in this. <laughs> Sorry. 2.0, huh? Is that why he won the Oscar? Because he had AIDS in that movie? Yeah, you can't criticize him. Is that why Eric Killmonger or Michael B. Jordan got an Oscar? Oh, dude. What? Did he already kill oh, someone? Please man. tell me he already killed someone. And he's okay, no, no, no. Him. But on a serious note, like, these pictures are actually kind of kind of haunting, man. He's like... Is he literally he's, Charles he's, Manson? He, he's dressed in... Pure white. This is creepy, man. There's a picture where he's on a stool, and there's, like, I'd say there's at least 400 people surrounding him, all in white t-shirts, and he's wearing this long white cloak thingy and white sandals and what take a picture of it so i can oh yeah to see it. <laughs> dude yeah this is it looks it looks like a jonestown picture oh dude what the oh, fuck yeah. is going on here let me see i'll show you the other one he's dressed as jesus christ you sure that's not a set picture from midsummer i don't know he wasn't in midsummer i don't know how to go back to your camera Christ. Yeah, this I is. I didn't think uh, it was that bad. Why is the guy wearing a Marvel shirt? That's my question. That's the other one. Uh, He's literally Jesus oh Christ. Oh my God. He's Charles Manson. What if he actually thinks he's the second coming though? What if he breaks and at some point he starts calling himself like the second coming? Mars Island is the name of the island. Jared invites his trusting followers to join him for several days at a time for a price, of course. Well, he's, even, he's even called to the cult. Uh, Dude, he's fucking all these people. I was going to say, do you think he's got that thing going where he's the only one who gets the fuck on the island? Yeah. So then he castrates all the dudes and they <laughs> kind of become like work slaves. What the actual... Dude, okay, I'm posting this. It's the Joker review, but this is going to be the, the cover page. Yeah, for we got to talk episode. more about this. I'm terrified. Hmm. If people are worried about the Joker inciting violence, they should they should be worried about Jared Leto. Holy shit, this is insane. They're they're, they're he's wearing hyped up about the wrong Joker. He's wearing fucking flip flops, dude. What's he, wrong with flip flops? I that's m sketch. Most cult leaders don't yeah, actually flip flops. It says most cult leaders don't actually wake up one day and think, you know what, I'm going to start a cult and people can come and go as they please. Cult leaders are generally psychotic and start to believe that they are indeed from a higher power. I think Jared Little already believes that. He's already there. Yeah. 
some sort of messenger from God, check mark, sent to earth to carry out special teachings to heal people. Jared Leto heals with his music. Alright. Let's be real. And this is exactly yeah, what seems to be going on here. Whoa. Yeah, I think of of all the people to have a um like a permanent fan base that follows him around. They call him a prophet. It says literally, they it literally says they call him a prophet. Okay. Interesting. What I want to know is, is he giving sermons? Is he, like you see him sitting there in front of all those people. Is he trying to give spiritual guidance? Or does he just sit there and they just clap for like 30 minutes and then he walks away? Because uh, if it's just like Q&A about stuff, that's one thing. But if he's there like trying to gandhi it up or something well i mean dude he dresses in all white and and flip so and yeah i mean he's and there's pictures of him with his arms raised out like christ i think he's i just want to I know think what he's, he's saying in the role because like at some point okay if they're calling him a prophet then he must be giving some kind of like self-help like talks or something like something he thinks is important and i think he's just hypnotizing them there's probably a girl like, I have so many issues, Jared. Can you help me? He's like, yes. Feast on the Leto cock. And that that's, the bread and blood? I, I think so. I, I, it's Jared Leto. I don't know, man. That's you want to hear the cost of this experience? He's you, have to, you have to pay to hang out with him. Sounds about right. Yeah, okay. uh, it says starting at a reasonable $995, not including flights or travel to the island, and food? rising to a staggering... Six thousand four hundred ninety-nine dollars with, uh, with this higher tier, including a Mars passport and exclusive VIP experience with Jared. I think he lets you suck his cock. <laughs> there it for is. Six for sixty-five hundred dollars, you get to suck Jared Leto's penis. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna stop hating on this guy. It seems like he's got it all figured out. He's like, you suck my dick and you pay me. Dude, and it says you can't help but feel like the Mars passport is actually sold to you under the impression. It's a, that's really funny, by the way. It's a passport to Mars, and one day you'll be going there. Just drink this magic potion, and hey, presto, you're dead. The they're making an allusion to Heaven's Gate. How the guy was the whole thing was like you're getting tickets to uh, yeah. uh, ride the comet. Yeah, he could totally. T I, he could literally turn this like. In his favor immediately. I mean, it's already in his favor, but he could literally, like, all the works here. I feel like either he gets to fuck whoever for life, which he already was getting because he was Jared Leto, so it's kind of weird that he needs this on top of that. But either that... Well, now he's doing this to charge. He's making money off of it now. Either that or it goes, like, full Jonestown. And, like, the next time they check up on this little sanctuary of his, it's just going to be corpses in an open field. You guys ever heard of Bashir Bumaza? No. Said he started as a YouTuber and then literally formed a cult. When fans questioned what he was doing, he made a comical video pretending to be a cult leader. Guess what happened? Many people thought he was serious and moved to his compound in Germany where he literally ran a cult. <laughs> so, for people Jeez. thinking that it's like this... I don't know. I think it's also weird that, like, even his fans, they think it's, like, cute to call it a cult, when I don't think they realize how quick everything can sort of snowball, even 
nowadays. Yeah, because they're probably saying it like ironically, like, oh my god, we're part of this cult, but then at some point it becomes too real, and then they can't get I mean, out. dude, even well, you know, it, just being an island, like, obviously people can come and go as they please, but I mean, even just to um, have people's, like, full attention on a secluded island for three days or however long the little festival thingy is. I mean, that's a nice little... Could be powerful. It's a nice little slogan. Oh, you can come and go as you please, but how real is it? What if he's like, oh, the ferry only comes once every month. Yeah, right? Like, how do you actually get off the island? That is true. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you're free to leave. Swim. <laughs> he's like, there's... Hope white, you make it. There's white tip sharks that it's cycle food. this whole island every 24 hours. Good is luck. food included or do you have to pay? I assume you have to pay for everything. I feel like he only gives you like a, his like a, a his, shot of his cum and it's like, well, his fans are known as <laughs> here's your protein. <laughs> <laughs> fans are also known as the echelon. They even that's weird. Maybe it's just forced labor. Like he's like, oh, you want to eat? Okay, well, there's wild pigs on the island. Go ahead and kill one. Bring it back for the luau. All right, so it's gonna be 2020 soon. I'm going to place bets that before 2021, we see Jared Leto try to, get, kill someone. try to get these people to build a statue of him. I'm oh, I think dead maybe. serious. I think we will see a Jared Leto statue Oh yeah. within this next... I'm going to give it a whole year. I'm going to give it all of 2020. By 2021, I think we'll see a, a Jared I Leto statue. I think by statue. 2021, we'll have our first on Mars killing. Island. Imagine being okay. Imagine not being a thirty-second smart fan. Imagine imagine just being an outsider, rolling up to an island where you just see a giant. You seen that? Have you seen that uh, giant Jesus statue in South America that yeah, they show in all the movies? Yeah. yeah. Imagine just seeing a giant like that size, massive Jared Leto statue just. You wouldn't be able to presiding over the entire. You wouldn't, yeah. I bet you Jared Leto preaches that that statue is actually him in Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> He's a time traveler, and they built it for him. Yeah, that's uh. All right, so Charles Manson flipped out after the Beach Boys basically fucked him, <laughs> and he had Sharon Tate killed, and a bunch of other people killed. He already feels betrayed about this whole Joker thing. So Charles Mar Manson just wanted pussy in the desert, and everything kind of just got so out of Margot control. So, Margot Robbie, Joaquin Phoenix, anyone related to DC slash Warner Brothers, you better fucking watch yourselves, because Jared Leto's coming. Jared Leto's going to have Joaquin killed. Jeez. Taking the role from him. Jeez. Oh, God. It, it doesn't sound far off. I mean, he's already got a cult. Oh, you pay for the VIP experience, he fucks you, and then he goes... Oh, all passes include accommodation, meals, snacks, performances, and activities. Snacks? What are activities? What are snacks? <laughs> Kool-Aid? <laughs> Dude, as soon as he cream pies you, he's just like, I need you to kill Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> do anything for me, right? Uh, oh, 30 Seconds to Mars even posted, picked you, uh, they even said, yes, this is a cult. It He's not denying it. It kind of seems like an elaborate advertisement to get people like even somewhat interested in 30 seconds to mars again because i haven't listened to them since like i don't fucking know 2010 has anyone else been listening to 30 yeah. seconds to mars lately? when was their last album when was their last concert I the last like song whole... that i know that was popular was fucking the kill 
That was it. I don't really remember any of the other songs. This whole thing just kind of seems like, yeah, like one big way of getting people interested in the band again. Or it's just his cult. I mean, are any of his other bandmates there, or is it just him? Because if it's just him, then it's just... They're probably forced to perform. They're, like, locked in little cages with bamboo splinters under Dude, and you know what's, like, really infuriating? It's, like, 30 Seconds Mars isn't even that good. Like, to base your whole life around, like, that music? I don't understand. It was, like, a phase in, like, the 2000s. Where everyone listened to 30 Seconds to Mars for that one song. Yeah. Because everyone's like, he's so cool, he used The Shining as the music video. 30 Seconds to Mars, um, they seem like they make music exclusively for like, um, for like for special, emos? for like Special Olympics, like highlight reels and stuff. Like, just like, <laughs> alright? Just, just like super like, I don't know, emotional, like, I don't know what I'm trying Kind of like how, kind of like how, uh, um, who's that, what's that band that's, uh, Oh my god. Like, they make music exclusively for, like, NFL games. Yeah. That's how I feel about that band. What? That's what all the music sounds like to me. And 30 Seconds to Mars, all that is, is, like, you, you play their music if you have, like, a, if you have, like, a, um, a slideshow of your Hawaii vacation. Then you throw in 30 Seconds to Mars, you know what I mean? I don't even remember. I honestly don't even remember how the kill goes. I just know that's the song. Dude, I can't even think of how it goes. Because uh, every song so is the same, like, generic, inspiring bullshit. I liked 30 Seconds to Mars. Fuck you guys. Well, you like a lot of bad music. Just kidding. Alright, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> so... Lenny Kravitz has a Brazilian farm compound. Jeez, man. You gotta... Are, is that the thing? Just create a, a cult? Or compound? So are we going to get the Branch so. Druidians then, or what? Going to have another shootout at Jerry Little's complex where he's going to burn his whole entire island down, kill everyone on it? <laughs> We're it. family. See it going like Waco? That'd be wild. Make a cool documentary. <laughs> <laughs> With 30 seconds to Mars music sprinkled Play throughout it. In the background. <laughs> While the ATF are breaking down doors and <laughs> accidentally shooting children. <laughs> yeah, man. I can see it. I'm in. Alright. Yeah, I'm down to see it happen. Jared Leto's probably just wearing the Joker costume the whole entire time. Which is not much of a costume, it's just pants and a fucking pimp coat. What if he takes a. Uh... What if he takes a cue from Suicide Squad and he tattoos, like, enlightened across his forehead in cursive? Or it's, it's damaged, but then he crosses it out and then puts enlightened on top of it. I can see it. So we've already talked about how much we would love to see Jared Leto return as the Joker. Oh, yeah. Um, hey, did you guys know Joaquin Phoenix won't talk about the ties between Joker and white terrorism? What's wrong with that guy? Can you believe that? Walked out of an interview after a reporter asked him whether the movie might inspire real-life acts of violence. I think maybe he walked out because it's a real stupid question. And he doesn't, 
He doesn't. Maybe he doesn't answer stupid questions. Maybe Joaquin Phoenix has a no stupid question policy. I respect that. Well, he already did an interview where he answered that question. So they're just gonna keep asking him the same like pointed. Bullshit oh, they just want what do they call it? Clips. Yeah, they <laughs> just want to hear him clips. slip up so they can use it in a fucking clickbait ass article. He must know that. Like, I would he, assume he already went on record of like talking about how. He doesn't think it'll fucking inspire people and that like anything could inspire someone. So to try and blame it on the Joker movie is just fucking stupid. But I bet they keep asking him the same stupid question. And I'm sure, yeah, he's just sick of dealing with it. Yeah. It's just dumb. I, all those articles. It feels like honestly most of them haven't even fucking watched the movie. Like... This says, um, according to an interview with actor in Telegraph, asked if Joker might perversely end up inspiring exactly the kind of people it's about with potentially tragic results. I wonder what they mean by exactly the kind of people it's about. Like, they, men- mentally ill people? No, they meant incels that shoot up schools and shoot up various things theaters because of the dark knight rises is playing i think that's i didn't get i didn't get the sorry i didn't get the incel vibe from joker like because i my understanding is that that also it also comes from a place of like hating women and because they okay so the the original reason why they thought that it was an incel movie was because the trailer showed him with the girl with the and then without her, whatever, yeah, and then okay. without her, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, guys!" But they don't like, even understand the fucking context of because they that. haven't they haven't seen the movie yet. But that yeah. was their narrative. They're gonna try to spin up the gate was, "Oh, she's gonna decline him, and he's gonna go on a white boy killing spree because she said no, and she didn't give him his consent." Or it's gonna be it was a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, like it was a bunch of people who hadn't seen the movie were already trying to fucking make clickbait articles. I literally didn't get that. I didn't get the like the entitlement vibe that comes with the whole incel group. You know what I mean? Had the only thing, the only the only entitlement kind of feeling that I got was he was uh, he had like an entitlement about his jokes, just that like his jokes are hilarious. Like, but that's also like him being mentally ill. Entitlement. I don't think he had an entitlement <laughs> about that. Or I guess like a I, not an entitlement, but like a misconception. Then I guess. Yeah. Thinking that they're they'd hit better <laughs> but yeah it's just funny because as soon as the movie came out then all the narrative started changing it's like all right well the movie wasn't about an incel but it fell flat it was just boring like it was funny how they they quickly changed their tune to it didn't fit the narrative they were trying to shoot out before the movie came out so then it turned into well it's just dull and there's nothing there it's plain, it's boring. As stupid as it sounds, I w- it would be interesting to see how many people actually, like, how many, how many people that wrote articles about it actually watched the movie. Because unfortunately you don't have, like, unfortunately you can lie. You know what I mean? I mean, all but I wonder how many people actually watched watch the entire it, movie. And they're just, you know, saying it's boring or it's not very good. Yeah. So. Because how many people out there needed to write an article about the Joker for the hype of it but couldn't get their hands on a copy of it to watch it well, wrote the article anyway just based on the trailer you know what i mean yeah thinking that it, it would be giving away all of the plot of the movie when it's it really doesn't 
like most trailers do nowadays. Yeah, I think they did a good job at actually hiding the plot. They gave you an idea of the kind of movie it would be, but they didn't really give away too much. Which, I guess, I mean, speaking of, how did you guys like the way the movie unfolded? Since, I mean, we've heard, I think we've heard a lot of bullshit articles already. It's just, what actually happened in the movie, though? What did you, uh, what was your opinion on how it unfolded? How do you think things actually went? Do you think it happened or not? After having seen it multiple times, at first I thought that the final scene in the white room was something that happened previous to the whole movie. Now that I've seen it a few times, I'm starting to think that maybe it's just him reminiscing on everything that happened, and that's just him escaping for an untold time. Like, he might have gotten in and out like multiple times. I don't fucking know at this point. I think the whole point is that it's really ambiguous, so you don't know if he's even a good narrator to trust in the first place. Like, he might just think it'd be really funny that he's the reason why... Spoilers! That he's the reason why Batman's parents get killed. And maybe it didn't actually go down like that. But I don't know. I just fucking loved it. What did you think? Did you think it all happened or no? Um, I'm still kind of up in the air because I thought it was the, like the original, how, what Michael was saying, how, um, yeah, I really don't know, to be honest. I don't really want to stake a claim because I feel like I need to watch the movie two more times. How many times did you watch it? Three. And you're still not 100%. No, I'm, I'm going to see it. <laughs> As many times as I can. I like the I like the original or like your original explanation though that that's the same. It's the same um, therapist that he's talking to, right. and that it's just all him. It's like recalling him, everything, but either it's like him imagining what she would look like as an older lady because he already killed her, so now he's just talking to himself in a little broom closet, or yeah, I don't know. The thing is, every time the Joker has, like, tried to give his own origin story, besides, like, the killing joke, you can never fucking trust it. That's, what, that's like, the thing that they say about, um, like, serial killers. Like, that's why a, a, lot of, a lot of, like, kill counts and stuff are so muddied because a lot of the first-hand reports are from that person. And obviously they want to, like, uh, they have different reasons, because a lot of them are mentally ill. Yeah. They have different reasons for either saying more people saying it's less people you know what i mean like it was 20 so, people i'm not just kidding it was 50 people so. yeah like literally the 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 eyewitness the first-hand account of it is like the least reliable in that situation yeah, i feel like they usually especially like with the serial killer they, they blowball it first so that way they but then once they know they're going out. in they want to hype yeah, it yeah then they're like yeah. well actually i was kidding yeah it's 30 people and they just keep fucking adding it so that and that's just, only they if they're reasonable <laughs> They could just be like stroking their own ego, which is right. one of the main like themes in of the, the Joker. The Joker. You're talking about entitlement. It's like, yeah, it's apparent that he not only seeks validation, but uh, he he thinks it should just be given. Like, it isn't like he's trying to earn it. He just expects it, even in his like wildest delusions. It just happens. 
So, yeah, and going back to The Dark Knight, when you think of that Joker, how many different stories does he give for how he got his scars? It's like... Yeah, it's, that's true. It's never the same story. It's just what he thinks will resonate with the person he's telling at the time. Daddy issues with what's-her-face, and yeah. then he changes it up for, what is it, uh, Two-Face? Or does he tell Two-Face, or is it someone else? I can't remember, but yeah, the first time it's, it's, uh, yeah, he gives different accounts and mm -hmm. that's happened in like multiple comics too. That's why there's all these different kinds of origins and stuff. And the killing joke was the only one that really tried to solidify it. So I think, okay, either this movie is trying to solidify it and set it up to like play a part in Batman movies going forward. Or it's intentionally vague because that's kind of the whole fucking point. Is like you don't know and you never will know if this is actually real or not. Speaking of setting it up for a, um, like a series, um, if this turned into like a, even if this just turned into like a second movie, and it kept that same, because. This, this movie's not, like, intense throughout the entire movie. Like, I mean, in, it's not violent throughout the entire movie. But the the moments where it is violent, it's intense because there's, like, no build-up to it. It's just, like, out of nowhere. So if they if they added in, like, Batman and, and continued it with that same, like, level of, like, uncomfortable kind of yeah. gut-wrenching gut, gut violence, it would... Uh, it would probably be my favorite Batman series, to be honest. I probably. think uh, what's cool about it is that when he flips the switch, finally, and he gets really comfortable with killing people, that's when he... Well, that's when he becomes a Joker, obviously. But, like, it's such a small part of the movie that it leaves you wanting more. Because, like, it's like, oh, try this ice cream. And they're like... Yeah, that's a good flavor. Can I have some more? They're like, no, we're all out. It's just like, a, hey, it seems to me like they, they purposely did that where they gave you a taste of what could be and they're leaving it up to the audience to demand it because in recent interviews, Joaquin Phoenix, well, I mean, the whole entire thing was Joaquin Phoenix only signed on because they promised him it wouldn't turn into a giant thing where he had to be committed to multiple movies. And Todd Phillips doesn't want to do anymore, I don't think. He just wanted to do the one movie, and that was it. So they've been saying that. But Joaquin Phoenix recently on an interview said, well, if there's a story and they want me to do it, I'd be happy to do it because I like playing the character. So I think that's already kind of like a yes from Joaquin Phoenix that, well, if they're going to continue with his Joker, he'd be willing to do it. Which leads me to that... Uh, because well, Bruce Wayne shows up in this movie. Uh, Joker, it's implied somewhat that it's possible that Joker may be his half-brother. Still, there's no clarification. There's a lot of people that think That's that, up in the air, too. Yeah, yeah. there's people that, don't, like don't, the rest of the that don't think it happened. I'm a big fan of him being his half-brother because I think it really creates an interesting dynamic moving forward. Yeah. Um, but... That Bruce Wayne, I think, is Pat Robertson's fucking uh, Bruce Wayne. That would be an interesting uh, like motive to add to why Batman can never kill so, Joker. Because 
if he like knows or maybe he doesn't necessarily know but maybe it's also up in the air for him like so he's always thinking like oh this guy could he could possibly be my brother and i don't know that so and i think they maybe made try this... to restrain myself with the way they made this movie so vague at the end i think that was on purpose it was done yeah. so that way well if this doesn't pan out it's its own solo shot and if it pans out they did it to the point where they can connect it because it was so vague right. and they can start filling it in. So I think because apparently um, what's his face is Batman takes place in the nineties. This is 81. So he grows up, becomes right. the Batman. Joaquin Phoenix would still be around as the Joker. So then we're hopefully going to see in his trilogy of movies. We'll see Joaquin Phoenix just constantly battling it out with him. If, uh, if they did make a second one, would you want it to start from the end, like the very end of Joker? Or where would you want it to start? I would Him like, running out of the well, hospital? I don't, I, don't think, I don't think we would get another Joker movie per se. I think we would just get, he would show up in the Batman movies mm. by right. Matt Reeves. That's what I would want. And that's what I, I'd be fine with that. That's what I want to see. So there's supposed to be a rogue gallery or whatever. So I think it totally, the first Batman movie could be, are those the Batman movies that are going to be with uh, uh, Robert? Robert? Mm. Yeah, him. It'll... I think the first movie, because there's supposed to be a couple of them, there's a couple of villains that they're supposedly going to be doing. I could totally see them putting Joaquin Phoenix in as the Joker, and he's he, rounding up other super criminals. Yeah. His, uh, his, his version of Joker would... I think it would pair well with um, Robert Pattinson, just visually, you know what I mean? Because oh, I yeah. feel like Robert Pattinson, he could definitely do like a darker... Batman, like a Frank Miller kind of Batman, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I think, honestly, if they just... I think that, it, that's that's what it'll have to be, to be honest. I don't think it could be any I see either. this Joker movie almost as like a soft reboot of the DC universe. Because I think... Imagine if you erase everything that's happened so far and I, just I say... Did. The Joker is the... <laughs> Joker is the, is the Iron Man of the DC universe. Yes. Perfect beginning. That is a perfect... Almost as good, it's just as good as like the way Iron Man started off for the MCU. Then you have, okay, you're setting up Batman first. Good. Fuck Superman, get him out of here. We'll introduce him later, you know? Yeah. Um, but the cool thing is, is they can still say, alright, well Ben Affleck's Batman, since he's an old Batman, that was more current day. That was today's Batman, so it's just an evolution. He's grown since, you know, 1990s Batman fighting Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. And then they go, oh shit. That's also another interesting dynamic because if Joaquin Phoenix obviously dies, well then Jared Leto takes up the mantle. Fuck Jared Leto's Joker still. But it's <laughs> it basically would be kind of like, oh, yeah, you may have, or uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker may have died, but you know, his fucking legacy still lives on because of all the shit he caused earlier. Right. So there's going to be always imposters taking up the mantle of the Joker. So I think that sets up an interesting dynamic moving forward. So, I mean, they don't have to necessarily delete it all, but I'm going to act like they deleted everything else beforehand, and this is the genesis of the DC universe. Because right now is the prime time to actually fucking build it up, now that Marvel's kind of, like, finished finish their giant tenure yeah. arc. I think they need to keep it grounded, because what they tried to do with Justice League was copycat Marvel, and they flopped fucking hard. Because yep. they were trying to keep it realistic and gritty, but then they were adding all these super elements to it. What I would want from Robert Pattinson's Batman is for the violence to be as spontaneous and realistic as it was in the Joker. Like, 
not have the first scene be like him in a fucking purple and green go-kart throwing bananas off the side <laughs> and like tripping the Batmobile. No, I would just want like, like Batman just swoops into a broken down building. He walks into a crime scene and there's just dudes with smiles on their faces just dead in a room with the Fuck fucking yeah. Joker card. And just keep it like that. Keep it fucking gritty. And then maybe even have it be like, okay, Joker escaping at the end. It's like the, the, the orderlies catch him, put him back in the fucking cell. And he's still orchestrating all of this fucking horrible bullshit in Gotham while in the cell. So then Batman eventually has to go to the cell and see him. And he's still in like the white suit, the white jumpsuit and everything. And he's just trying to get info out of him. So the next movie, I think, is Wonder Woman 1984. Well, it'd be fucking sick, since it's 1984, it's three years after the events of Joker. What if, like, on the broadcast, they go, it's been three years since the anniversary of the Murray Franklin assassination. Yeah. And, they, and just show, like, they just show him standing <laughs> yeah. on top of the police car. Yeah. He's just fucking dancing awesome. around. Oh my god, dude, that'd be fucking wild. And then they could totally just go, yeah, he's in Arkham Asylum currently. And there you go. Yeah, I I also continuity. I I also want to believe that he is Bruce Wayne's half brother. That'd be cool for a lot of different reasons. Specifically, when he's talking about his life being a comedy, it's like okay, at this point, it doesn't matter what horrible fucking things happen. It's just part of the thing, and it's gonna be funny in some aspects. So. When he's holding the photograph and it does have Thomas Wayne's like initials on the initials back of it, yeah, and the, his handwriting. It's like it's too late. He already killed his own mother for thinking that she lied to him. And you gotta laugh about that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> as dark as it is, it's like, well, that's just part of it. Like, it's all. It's almost like irony. Like he egg, just, egg on my face. Yeah, exactly. It's it's slapstick. Cause he, in that moment, it's not like he's like upset about it. It's not like he's crying or anything he just sees both sides of the photo and he just kind of takes a deep breath and like crumbles it in his hand and there was like so many moments like that where it was like i think a lot of people expected for like this like triumphant joker moment for him to just like bust out laughing or something crazy to happen but everything was so fucking subtle like even when he kills those three dudes on the subway he takes it realistically it's not like he immediately starts laughing at it because his whole condition is like He's laughing. That would have been pretty. That would have been pretty tacky, to be honest. Right. If he just starts laughing in the subway, like, like a, after, like for real. Like he's laughing, um, like at inappropriate moments, right? But as soon as he realizes what he's done, especially to the last guy, he's just he's got his ear ringing from the gun. He's just trying to process it. Like nothing about that in that moment is like making him laugh. But then it's just like the process of dealing with it. Like I saw a lot of people complaining that they didn't think this Joker was like brilliant. But or intimidating enough, which is weird. But there's so many moments where he just... He is intelligent. He knows exactly what to do. It's like, he killed this guy? Okay, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, the um, the detectives start questioning him outside of the hospital. He acts normal. And that's like that super um, like psychotic trait where they can just like... He's Flip. not nervous at all. He can just misdirect them the whole time like like how they can slow their heart rate to beat yeah <laughs> lie detectors yeah he's completely calm and collective when he's talking to the detectives he's like they told me i wasn't funny enough it was a prop like and at that point they don't have 
they have his word and then they have the word of the, the guy that fired him. It's like, who the fuck are we going to believe in that moment? That's why they can't push any further. It is, then they've been to his apartment multiple times. So it isn't until they go and they find what's his face dead that they go and stop him on the stairs when he's having his little triumphant dance to the, uh, to the pedophile song. Apparently, do you guys know Rock and Roll 2 is the pedophile song? What? Oh yeah, because uh, yeah, that guy was a uh, what is uh, uh, Man, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's. Uh, I don't think he's in jail anymore, but or did he die? He was a uh, well. The whole thing was like. Yeah, he was a he was a he was, pervert. He was a sexual offender. Yeah. So now the Hay song is apparently. Uh, <laughs> apparently, it's it's bad to put in a movie. I didn't fucking know. But this. we that's it that's it that's at every sporting event. High schools all across America. And I've known that I've known no that shit for years. I've known that shit for years. We literally played the Hay song every single football game in band. It's a pep rally song forever. But because it's in the Joker movie and people are grasping at straws to criticize it, now it's the pedophile song. So good job everybody. Oh, he's still alive. So you know. I actually had heard a complaint that they didn't like that specific song playing at that point, but I don't like if you if you try playing a slower song like the songs that were playing earlier in the movie, it, I don't think it would work because like like oh, but it would make more sense with the elegant dancing. It's like he wasn't really dancing elegantly; he was just kind of just no, he, he was, was like dancing. He was celebrating. He was hyping himself up. Like he the like only, he was quite comfortable in his own skin. The only other songs I could think of maybe is like. We're not gonna take it while yeah. he's dancing down the stairs. But I don't, I think, or, um, don't stop me now. <laughs> but even that, it's just like, okay, I'm trying to think of like 80s vibe, like pep. I think that song was perfect. It's like the most, like, Cause it, pep it, song ever. And they don't put any, there's no lyrics while he's doing it either. It's just like a. It wasn't Adam Ant, it was Gary Glitter, which is Gary a Glitter. way better. Pedophile name. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Just want to make sure I got him confused. Yeah, Gary Gary Glitter apparently ruined Rock and Roll 2 for everyone. Um, Set to earn big royalties from Joker movie. <laughs> fuck. Oh, he's in prison. I think the only thing I can see people get, like, people getting pissed off at this movie for, and it's not even like it's super legitimate, but it's just like if I'm trying to see it from their side, it's that... The people that are protesting, it's either poor people or people of color, but they're all dressed up like clowns, and they're all motivated by what's essentially a senseless killing on the subway, so they're probably thinking like, oh, this big movement that should have a legitimate start, it started by a fucking psycho. Yep. But then... When I think about that, it's like, well, there's a lot of legitimate movies that are movements that are started by fucking psycho. Like something crazy fucking happens, and then people all rally, and it's like that whole thing is more about like the potential for large groups to become chaotic, regardless of what their cause is. But they just want there to be some kind of positive note on what's essentially an entirely negative movie. It so works. they're just not gonna get what they want from it. What's funny to criticize it. is that, you know, there's all those, like, those right-wing commentators that are saying, like, oh, well, the, the Joker's, you know, gang or whatever are all basically Antifa because they're waving, you know, fascist signs or whatever. But at the same time, it's almost a criticism of the, coin, of the people on both sides because yeah. uh, 
Tom, Thomas Wayne calling them clowns is almost to me equivalent of Hillary calling fucking Trump supporters deplorables. Right. And they took it and rallied with it. So it's just like it. It's both people are this. You know, if if you're a right wing person, you're calling it all a criticism of Antifa. If you're a left wing person, you're, it was an incel, incel riot. Incel riot. <laughs> and right. it's like so it's it was the same neither of these thing. things. It was the downtrodden getting fucking hyped up and violent, which has happened multiple times throughout history. And all it needs is a little push, a little spark. And this movie shows how mental illness, the media, the politicians, everything, all kind of just spirals into one fucking chaotic direction. Chaotic direction. Are you saying it's topical? I think it Yeah. Like, <laughs> it actually has a message that these people are choosing to, to willingly ignore. Because they want to spin their own narrative. You know, you know what's ironic is the fact that all these people want to write articles about... Um, like all the all the flaws of this movie, but it sucks. It sucks that there's people that choose not to sympathize with him because he's white. You right. know what I mean? Like, which is racist. But, <laughs> but, but first of all, white people can't be racist. I don't know if you've figured that out yet, but that's apparently a thing. Or, What's uh, funny though is that racism. Can't it just sucks. It just sucks that, that people can't see him. Like you can't relate to him as. Uh, poor person struggling to take care of their parent by themselves you know what i mean you can't you can't see him as someone who's mentally ill that's losing the resources that they desperately need yeah all you can see him as oh he's oh cut. he's white he doesn't deserve my sympathy so there's levels to that there's there's that fucking stupid level right where it's like because he's white then you go a level above that and it's like it's because he's evil so they don't want to empathize him empathize with him because it's evil or they start criticizing the movie because it's like oh they're trying to make you empathize with someone who's inherently evil but i just don't understand this because like think of every like flat shitty villain there's nothing human about them there's no reason to empathize with them like the greatest villains ever have had something about them that was inherently good or human and it went wrong and that's why it's so much more compelling it's a bigger fall. Yeah, it's a bigger fall. It's 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 good and like it's so clearly outlined in this fucking movie, but yet it that just gets overlooked completely. It's yeah. it's like no, he's white, he's evil, and this movie trying to a, make us sympathize with white evil. If there's a shitty villain that if like if there's a villain that just starts off as like this just evil power, then that's just an easy decision for you to make as a viewer because you're just like, okay, well, he's bad, I want him dead. You know right. what I mean? It's definitely more of an emotional roller coaster when a movie has you like empathizing with someone that you know is gonna do horrible shit. You know what I mean? What's funny is that you know the biggest thing with the MCU is that people complain that it's got like a villain problem. Yeah. There's not a lot of intriguing villains. The only one that a lot of people will argue about is like, well, Killmonger was the best villain even better than Thanos because I could empathize with him and I wanted to fuck him. That's fuck? like, all There right. was no, yeah, and there was no goddamn conflict resolution in that whole fucking movie because Killmonger died still believing, he's still believing in his shit and honestly he was kind of right. So, and he's like, like... He's like a full-blown terrorist too. It's and like, there was, there was no, there was no, nothing you, changed. How do you empathize with that? It's like, it's the race angle every time. Think, always think because about the other yeah. villains. Think about, okay, because I, I know Scorsese just came out and talked shit on What were you about MCU, to say? Right? You, want, you want me to say it? 
It's only it's only cool that Killmonger is sympathetic because he's black. I'll say it. There you go. You can't empathize with Joker because he's white. I'm sure people have that fucking view. Like, yeah, yeah, that's not even that's not even a that's just how some people feel. But like, okay, Scorsese came out. He said the Marvel films, it's, they're not cinema. He said it's more like an amusement park. And I think there's truth to that, and there's like a lot of arrogant ego in that statement as well, because yeah. it's clearly a film. But take two villains, take Loki and take Thanos, for example. In some movies, Loki's just kind of like this chaotic force. By the time his character arc is fully developed, you completely empathize with him because he is the cast out fucking brother. It's the same thing with Joker and Batman. It's Loki and Thor. It's Kane and Abel. It's, it's right. everywhere. So Loki has a reason for you to empathize with him and people like him. When you think about Thanos, it's just cold logic. It's cold reasoning. Like He wants to give you this, this story where he's... Oh, he's the empathetic one. He's the sympathetic one. I guarantee you there's people that root for Thanos, too. Yeah. I was rooting for Thanos. (laughs) I won't lie. He was right. Bill Burr probably roots for Thanos. His logic's fucking (laughs) stupid. It's like, oh, I'm a savior because I'm gonna... There'll be overall, like, mathematically proven, there will be overall less suffering if I just wipe out half the people because the other half will be, like, better. And it's like and half of them won't exist anymore to suffer. Yeah, and it's like anytime anyone has ever like okay, anytime anyone has some kind of like vengeance like that or some kind of plot like that, they just inherently cause more suffering than the suffering they were trying to like set out to stop in in the immediate like term, like in the short term. Long term they think oh everything will be much better. But he's like he rips Gamora from her family and forces her to like watch them all get shot and killed like there's something to be said about how fucking plain Thanos is as a villain. It's just, here he is, destroyer of worlds, and he does it because he thinks he's nice. Like, it's, like, I don't, I don't find that inherently compelling. That whole arc felt kind of like a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, big bad, yay! Here's all the heroes, they're gonna stop him eventually. With Joker, it's, it's none of that. There's fucking nuance there. And this might just me be me being a dick, but I feel like it's just going way over people's heads. Like they just wanted some like big bad that they can root against, but it's not. It's, it's not. And honestly, it's a fucking social I, commentary. This goes back to fucking really wanting Joker to be Bruce Wayne's half brother because it fits into the out uh, the outcasted brother. Yeah, it would work so well because Thomas Wayne totally neglected or rejected uh, Penny Fleck. Which then makes, obviously... And it doesn't make sense that he's adopted at all whatsoever. Because right. if she actually is crazy, which I believe she is... Right. But I believe she still had the affair with Thomas Wayne, which would then make sense that those fucking psycho genes would get passed down to fucking Arthur. If he was adopted, that wouldn't make... What are the coincidences that she adopts a fucking another fucking person with mental issues? like? Yeah, that's the thing with schizophrenia is typically there's an inciting incident. So even though she did have a host of mental issues... The fact that the Wayne family would cover up the affair and call her not only a liar but abusive, that could be enough to cause her to fucking snap. Right. Yeah, it just, it makes so much sense. It's like, Thomas Wayne is a billionaire and he hasn't done anything wrong. It's too good to not, be true. Not to mention, Alfred's reaction says a lot too. Yeah. When... 
when Arthur mentions, um, I'm Arthur, I'm Penny Fleck's son. Yeah. And he kind of goes back like, you're her son. Like, he knew. Like, he knew something was like, yeah, there's some shit that, you know, Bruce can't find out about or, you know, that can't be introduced at this point in time. He, he's even, like, And he's running for mayor. So, yeah, yeah, that's a fucking scandal waiting to happen. Right. So they're going to do anything to snuff it out. But even Alfred's attitude in... He isn't, like, sympathetic with Arthur. He's got this cocky look on his face and he's looking down on him and he's like, there's nothing to know. It isn't like he's like, oh... You know, she she was sick. You're probably sick. Like, then, yeah, then it wasn't sympathetic. No it was like, there. just get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's there's nothing to know. It's all bullshit. Yeah, it, it's, it's just, just it works and even too. Thomas Wayne too. When he, Arthur confronts him, he has the same kind of reaction, and the same thing he does the same thing. Alfred is like, it's bullshit. Don't even fucking you know like. Yeah, yeah you touch my son I, again, I'll kill you, and it's like. Yeah, he's, he's a fucking outcast son. I totally buy the fact that he is the half-brother in this universe, in this instance. It makes just too much sense, and I think it's better storytelling if he is. Which is what I'm still split on, because, like, yes, all of this is perfect, and if this is supposed to be setting up the Joker and, like, retconning at least the Batman universe, it's perfect, but then my mind goes to, like... Is it too perfect to be true? Like, is it too good to be true? Is this all just in the Joker's head and it's a convenient origin for him to hate? Because perfect excuse. Yep. Even if it isn't real, if it's all in his head, well, it's his perfect excuse to do whatever the fuck he wants. Yep. Who knows? It's up to you to decide. It's all vague for a reason. But, yeah, in my mind, I think it's pretty clear to me that he's the half-brother and that's really what tips him over the point of becoming the joker knowing that he wasn't wanted not only by society but by his own father like the <laughs> <laughs> and on that note china oh man should we get this episode banned <laughs> scrub from the chinese internet we're not making chinese money anyway what are those Yen? Ah, yen. I think? <laughs> right? <laughs> sure. I, I wish I knew what Chinese currency was. Well, <laughs> their money's worth more in American dollars than it is in Chinese currency, so I don't think it matters. You're right. So, uh, Boycott Blizzard... Uh, South Park was right. Is there anything else in this Chinese story? Uh, the NBA is gonna lose 15% of their income, their contracts, because the Chinese are mad. Uh, Hong Kong is still facing a... The Chinese are mad, everybody. Yeah. Hong Kong's fighting for its own democracy. Uh, you can't even call Taiwan, Taiwan, because... Apparently it's Chinese Taipei. Apple bent to China as well and got rid of the fucking, what is it, the Taiwanese flag emoji? That's true. There's no Taiwanese yeah. flag anymore. Um, money, 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 money. Didn't they used to say made in Thailand too? 
I think I, they all I, say I, Chinese Taipei now because that's what China wants you to say. Yeah, I could have sworn my old iPods used to say made in Thailand or something like that. Well, a lot of products... Thailand is not in China. <laughs> a lot of products used to say made in Taiwan, but after a certain point, they made it so now they have to say uh, Chinese Taipei in order to be sold in the U.S. like officially. Because we don't recognize Taiwan, apparently. Nope. Or Hong Kong, for that matter. Uh, for those of you who don't know, a Chinese Hearthstone player was banned from Hearthstone for a year, had all of his winnings from this latest tournament stripped from him because he dared to support democracy. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking idiot. That's not even... That's completely fucking accurate. He... So is Blizzard a bunch of fascists then? Commies? Here's Okay, so this is where it gets kind of juicy. Because I see people being like, don't blame Blizzard, blame China. And it's like, uh, the Chinese division of Blizzard still did all of that. Uh, when asked about it recently, Blizzard said that they're still assessing the situation. Which basically means, uh, <laughs> we don't know what the fuck to do. Because they don't. Because if they reinstate this guy then they're probably going to lose all their contracts with China. So they probably want to keep him banned so they can keep that sweet Chinese money coming in. I mean, you lose the Shanghai Dragons, and is that it? I mean... No, literally, dude. Like, that Warcraft movie that came out, it only wasn't in the red because of China. Like, the Chinese market for Warcraft and Starcraft and anything Blizzard is so fucking big. They, well, they think they can't afford to lose that money. They could. They totally could. But. They don't want to. They'd rather suck on the warm tea of China. Which brings an ethics into question, I guess. It's, it's all fucked. It's, it's really fucked. fucked. It sucks because it's like, I mean, it's easy to be on the outside and say, fuck you, Blizzard. You prefer money over someone's fucking fundamental right or whatever. And it's yeah. like, all right, but if it's your company, your it's your profits. Well, that's why it's people are having to make a choice. And that's exactly what South Park did. They said they don't give a fuck about Chinese money. And they put right. out that episode. <laughs> Daniel Tosh. Fuck about Chinese money. Daniel Tosh tweeted out, thanks to, thank you, South Park. We are now the number one show in China on Comedy Central. <laughs> Because, yeah, South Park's completely banned. Just like Winnie the Pooh and just like this heart. Dude, imagine having a country that acts like children whenever something talks shit on them that they just cancel and ban it. It's almost like that's where our country's headed. I mean, if they start limiting freedom of speech like that, yeah, but I think that's the one thing we're going to have that isn't going away anytime soon. As much as people want to, like, be like, oh, they're going to take away our amendments. It's like, yeah, yeah you're still going to have your right to bitch and moan on that on that iPhone that was built by Chinese slave hands. But you got to get the Little iPhone Little tiny Chinese slave hands. Right. Whoa. Yeah. They put yeah. nets outside of those buildings for a reason, and it wasn't to stop the birds from shitting. It was to catch the people from killing themselves. You think... Dude, uh, that's interesting. All the... All the... Um, well, I guess it's not that surprising, but... All of the searches that come up for... I typed in Blizzard Democracy on Google. And um, 
all of the all of the um, articles that are in their forums that talk about it, they just 404 when I click on them. They're actively pruning any thread. Yeah, like but that. they all they all still like the the titles still show up. So it's like goodbye wow it was fun while it lasted democracy yeah. for hong kong you do not get to punish support for democracy free speech blizzard is actively yeah. supporting a regime that's against democracy blizzard failed to make a stand for anything but china and yeah. they all they all lead to 404 messages that's that's the worst <laughs> part about it because it's it's not only is all this shady shit happening but now they are actively deleting comments and threads that are critical of their current choices i don't understand um I never understood that as like a tactic because then at that point people are people see that as you like taking advantage of them yep. like uh, trying to dictate what they see yeah and it's not like people aren't gonna notice that you know what i mean i've, I've never seen that it's like before. when beyonce was like she didn't like that one photo of her and she was like i the, want it deleted from the internet it's they like, call that the fucking luck don't they call that the what's her face um i think it was Barbara Streisand, they call that the Streisand effect because um, someone posted, like way back in the day, someone posted um, pictures of her house, like this giant house on like the cliffside of some beach. And um, yeah, she tried to get it like taken down from, <laughs> from the internet. All and all it did, yeah, all it did was it. magnify it. Yeah. So that's why they call it that now. That's, that's how it always goes. Um, there's a bunch of. Hong um, Concrete Press bunch of plaques outside of blizzard's headquarters and uh one of them says every voice matters well a bunch of blizzard employees had like a small walkout and they taped over all the plaques that had anything to do with free speech so it's gotten to the point now where like blizzard employees are actively like protesting against blizzard for it how can you how can you think you're on the right side of history when you punish someone for saying liberate Hong Kong revolution of our time. Yeah, dude. And it's fucked because it, there's a clause in their contract that specifically says you can't say anything that will, uh, I think it was like be negative of anyone who supports blizzard or say something that would cause the public to have like a bad, basically view blizzard in a negative light. And it's like that. None of those things happened until blizzard banned the guy like he said these things and blizzard could have just rolled with it but they would have gotten fucked they would have lost money for sure but it's like that clause didn't really get broken until they actively fucking punished the guy what's funny is though is like if you think if you were to make a stand for that don't you think you would get more money more revenue from american fucking like your american numbers would go up You'd get more support. At least support. a slight increase. You'd get more support and maybe, but it's not as much as you're losing from losing the entirety of Wait. China. Because it's not even like it's like, oh, just certain players aren't going to play. China will just ban your shit, and then there's no way to play any of those games ever again unless you have some kind of like secure network and like an illegal internet, which a lot of people in China are doing, and that's like, a full-blown felony. Well, felony is a stupid word. You get sent to a, a prison camp and you work till you die. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Chinese gulag. Um, yeah, so, no. They, they would lose so much money. So they're choosing money over democracy. And, yeah, a lot of people are banning everything. They're uninstalling 
the Blizzard launcher, they're deleting their accounts, they're refusing to play Overwatch, Warcraft, everything. Dude, I saw a lot of people saying that they're like literally, uh, people were signing out of WoW forever and like yeah. they're uninstalling WoW and I'm like, holy. I was gonna buy. What's fucking WoW is that? Vanilla WoW just came out and it's probably gonna fucking. Yeah, and the Warcraft remaster isn't even out yet, but its numbers are gonna do shit. You know what's funny is um, Blizzard kind of did exactly what um, that player wanted because he said his decision to shout the slogan was just another form of participation of the protest that I wish to grab more attention. Yep. Bingo. Good job, Blizzard. It's a win-win because either yeah. they support him and it's all good or they do something fucked up like this and now even more attention is brought to it. Yeah. I was going to buy the BlizzCon virtual ticket. I've done it the last few years. I get the whatever fucking bullshit skins come with it, and I get to see all the BlizzCon stuff. Not doing that anymore. I was literally going to buy it, like, last week. I hadn't done it. And then I see all this shit. I'm like, what, they want another 40 bucks, 50 bucks for me? They can fucking go fuck themselves. I'm not giving them that shit. Dude, that's nuts, considering, like, all the people that have all these different subscriptions, too, and that have had them for, like, 20 years. Yeah. How many people are going to be so willing to just be like, Fuck it. Cancel, 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 cancel. Because like, I know people actually will, you know what I mean? The guy who was one of the main developers on um, Vanilla WoW, basically bringing it back, Yeah. Um, he just recently said, like, fuck this shit, support for Hong Kong. Yeah. And um, he just had this really long thread. And he's, like, one of the main guys. And he said that he's also involved with companies in China. And he's like... Well, now I know my MMO is going to be completely banned in China, but I don't care because yeah. this matters more than the money. Somebody said, how can this company support LGBT rights and give minority groups representation in their games while in the same breath deleting an interview with a Hearthstone player because he supports the Hong Kong protesters? That's the other thing, too. So The guys the guys that interviewed him, got um, they cut ties with them, too, which kind of sucks. <laughs> they actually... It's not their fault. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's what people have been saying. They actually had a part in it. They told them to do it. Uh, they kind of organized it together. So it wasn't like they were completely... Because for a lot of... For a while, it was like, what the fuck? They didn't do shit either. And it's like, they they kind of were involved in it. That still doesn't make it fucking okay. But here's the shit. So not that long ago, they came out with lore that says that Tracer from Overwatch is gay. Well, that little lore Duh. bit... That little lore <laughs> bit... Never came out in China because homosexuality is actively banned in China. Yeah. So even that like retcon lore never made its way over there. So it doesn't matter what kind of progressive type shit they try and put into their game. It will never see the Chinese light of day. So it's completely fucked. Like people are taking Mei, who is one of the Chinese characters in Overwatch, and either making skins for her where it's like this, have you seen the Chinese swastika? It's like yellow stars, but like in lines to look like the swastika. <laughs> so that's like supposed to represent current communist China. Or they're photoshopping her to have the Hong Kong uh, flag as like a full costume. Yeah. With the intention of getting it so widespread that Overwatch becomes banned in China... And then at that point, maybe Blizzard would be like, "Oh well, now we gotta do something about yeah. this because our one Blizzard's of part of uh, Activision." Bad. Yeah, that's Go the figure. Other, that's the other thing too. It's it's not all Blizzard. It's definitely Activision. 
And on top of that, people are like, oh, well, let's just, let's play some games from Riot instead. And Riot is owned by Tencent, 100%, which is a big Chinese Yeah, you, talk, you talked about them on here before. <laughs> yeah, so... It's like they're giving all this shit to Blizzard and Activision as they I'm should. I'm looking up the May, uh, the protests. But there is a lot of... What's funny is a lot of video game money. I love how people are like, but Blizzard is so progressive. It's like, no, they're not. It's all just a front so they get those gay dollars, like we said before. Well, they now they're at a they're at a impasse. Do we want the gay dollars? Do we want the Chinese dollars? And they're stuck between the two. There's probably more money in Chinese dollars than there are in gay dollars, honestly. That was the one part in South Park that I really liked, because they keep bringing up the PC babies, which is like literal toddlers in the show that cry about everything. But it's you know supposed to be a play on the lefties that are like super fucking outspoken about shit. Mm-hmm. At one point, the producer for the band, they're trying to get Chinese money the whole time. He's like, even the PC babies don't seem to mind. And they cry about everything. And it's true. It's oh like, where God. are all the leftists right now? Now that democracy is literally being challenged. <laughs> 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 They're not saying shit. Oh, God. We're doomed. We live in a fucking clown world. Go figure. <laughs> Joker was clowns. right. Oh, my God. Oh, I love... Life. I love the Joker. It was a good movie. Oh, yeah, The what you were saying about those plaques at Blizzard says, both of the Think Globally and Every Voice Matters values have been covered <laughs> up by incensed employees this morning. Yeah, Think Globally, unless you're in China, and Every Voice Matters, unless you're Chinese. Yeah. They're they're in Irvine, so they're not that far away. I kind of want to go see them taped up. It'd be pretty funny. Dude, people are trying to organize protests at BlizzCon this year. People are going to go with Hong Kong flag t-shirts and try and get on live streams. All of this is being organized in an attempt to get China to, to ban, ban Blizzard outright. Dude. That'd be wild. Protests at BlizzCon would be interesting to see. Like if they got like... Are they... Is BlizzCon... Violent? <laughs> is BlizzCon going to be at Anaheim again this year? Most likely, yeah. Ooh-wee! I tried yeah, to get tickets go. and they sold out real fast. <laughs> we got to go and just hang out outside. I worked there, so I'll just fucking clock out. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I hope these people are serious. I'm sure there will be some people that protest, but if it's big enough, it could actually... Dude, if everyone just showed up in a Hong Kong shirt, that'd be amazing. Or just pictures of JG Ping with, like, no pants and a red t-shirt covered in honey. That'd be pretty good, too. <laughs> oh, my God. He totally doesn't look like Winnie the Pooh. I love that um, a big part of protests now are just roasting the shit out of, like, I mean, with, like, Trump protests, how they just cartoon him into, like, different <laughs> scenarios on, yeah. like, signs and stuff. I actually think it's pretty funny. Because, honestly, when you, uh, once you make someone, like, something to be laughed at, it, it, it does, it does make a difference. Yeah. It does change, like, the overall perception of them. It's just wild, like. It's one thing when you ban all of this shit on the internet. It's like, okay, we already all knew about this, and it wasn't like this. It wasn't this thing that a bunch of people were talking about, as horrible as it is, like how much free speech is restricted on the internet over there. But once they banned masks at protests, that's when this shit got ramped up. 
because yeah. they have all that facial recognition software and that social credit system in China now. Yeah. So people were hiding their faces while doing these protests. Now you're getting fucking arrested for wearing masks. So now it's turned into fucking V for Vendetta. Like, these people are chanting <laughs> I, they're literally using Hong the Kong and they're wearing Guy Fox yeah. masks. They've got Pepe on fucking big signs and they're waving them around because they know the Americans are all into fucking memes and if they can get... The attention. Yeah, they can get the attention that way. It's only helping their cause. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to come of this shit. I think Blizzard's fucked. They're, they're losing a lot of American money right now. Because everyone's just going to protest their shit. I thought it was funny if someone was like, Well, which, wonder which character's going to come out as gay from Overwatch in order to cover up this scandal. It's like, uh, who fucking knows, but the Chinese will never hear of it because it'll be banned They don't over give there. a shit, yeah. Uh, I, uh, who's another super masculine character that they can strip away from those alt-right trolls? McCree? Are we McCree gonna like the dick now or what? It doesn't matter. It'll never get over there. Like, oh, it doesn't have to get over there. But I mean, I mean they they gotta try to keep they gotta keep the the lefties over here happy. At this point, it won't even appease these people because I think most people are starting to be like, "Hey, this is fucked." That's fucked up. Well, it is. So yeah, if I didn't make it completely obvious, uh, democracy for Hong Kong, uh, recognize Taiwan, uh, China can go. Fuck